you know, obviously I had a job and I was super fortunate for that. But um, it got really tough at, at a certain like point in time where, you know, I just hated work and I hated waking up sort of every day to have to go to work and then it really started to affect, you know, personal life and then, you know, I'd come home angry. At the Pottery Studio, we would like everyone who comes through the door to find stillness through the pottery process. We believe the mindful aspect of working with clay is beneficial to one's mental health. As we approach November, we'd like to do our bit to raise awareness for mental health. And this year, we've asked some guys to put their hands up and just jump behind the mic and have a general chat about their position on the topic and how they've dealt with their own struggles. The idea is to create a space where guys feel comfortable opening up and hopefully becomes a catalyst for other guys to speak up when they're feeling low. We'll also be donating all the proceeds from men who come try one of our classes at the studio this November and they'll be going to Grab the Life by the Balls Charity and the Movember Foundation. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the Stillness Podcast. I'm Jai Stewart. With me today I have Rod. We're interviewing Josh. Hey Josh, how are we going? Yeah, good. Not too bad, boys. How are you? Yeah, real good. It's been a big day, but uh, we're chugging on. <laughs> Did you want overtime, boys? Yeah, a little bit overtime. Did you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and why you're interested in the mental health podcast? Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm a Sparky. Um, 23 years old. I've. <clears throat> um, I think mental health is just such a, an important thing to um, really start talking about and bring it to the forefront of people's minds. I think it's not something that really gets, you know, it's starting to get talked about a bit more, but it still still gets pushed away as a bit of a joke, I think. I think, um, yeah, doing stuff like this is just so important. And the more people that do it, the bigger the, the, bigger the community comes, the better off everyone's going to be in the end. For sure. It's definitely all like a ripple effect, hey? Yeah, absolutely. Versus the past generation. Yeah. Uh, did you have any history of any mental health issues you wanted to delve into? Any stories to help people relate? Um, I'd probably go into this year a bit. It's been, yeah, you know, it's had its moments. Um, I sort of lost my way sort of five months ago. Um, we went into, you know, obviously I had a job and I was super fortunate for that. But um, it got really tough at, at a certain like, point in time where, you know, I just hated work. And I hated waking up sort of every day to have to go to work, and then it really started to affect you know personal life. And then you know I'd come home angry, and then <clears throat> obviously during the year we made the decision to stop playing footy, and I've played footy for you know sixteen years, mm. and then like to have something that I've done for so long, and always have you know two hours of a Tuesday Thursday sort of blocked out where. All I thought about, yeah, it was just footy. Yeah, I could escape my own mind for four hours a week, and then, yeah, you know, I, I lost that, and I couldn't get out of my own mind a bit, and I just really struggled. I really struggled at home. I really struggled at work. It was, yeah, it started to break who I was, and I, I really lost myself. I, was reading heaps. 
I was we have like a gratitude journal at home, me and my partner that we that we do. I stopped doing that. Yeah. So it really went away from everything I was doing that was keeping me up. Which, you know, and I denied the fact that I was unhappy. Mm. Which was probably the main thing. I just didn't let myself think that I could be unhappy. I would, wouldn't let people see me as unhappy. I think that's a really blokey thing that yeah. we have in our culture. It's, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it was just one day I, I come home and I was thinking to myself, like, I just can't do this anymore. Mm. Um, like I can't just keep denying the fact that I'm just so... I was like I felt broken. I just just felt so... Um, yeah, just, just so out of it. Just not me, which is, which sucked. And then my partner, just, she turned around and asked, like, are you all right? And I just sat down on the floor and I just cried. And I just couldn't stop crying. Because I, I actually finally said, like, nah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not happy. I'm, I'm not me. I'm not myself. And um, we have this group chat amongst us boys that, you know, I try and send a message in. And I was still doing this to hide the fact that, oh, more to move the conversation off myself. I'd ask everyone else, like, oh, how are you boys doing? You're doing all right. And they would just send back, yeah, yeah, like, you know, all was pretty well. How are you? And I'd go, yeah, living the dream, you know. Just, Classic Aussie saying. Yeah, yeah just yeah, something. Always say that. Yeah, yeah, just something I could throw in there and it would move the conversation sort of straight past it. And, I, yeah, I was sitting there crying and, yeah, the denial was gone and I was able to then, you know, I sent in another message and I told one of the boys, like, I'm not doing well. I'm, I need, I sort of need you to get around me a bit. And, you know, this is, this is what we do. We, we get around each other and we help each other and then, yeah, I'm still sort of in the process of getting better. It, it hasn't been easy, but, you know, um, my work environment has changed. I got a new job, so I took that massively out of the equation um in a good way you mean or yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. so yeah it was hard getting to that job there was things just it was just a just a negative workplace really just so negative with every like everyone was negative yeah i think that really rubs off eh? Mm. like if you're around negative people yeah like it yeah and yeah it did and there was just i remember one of the girls actually had a day off there and as a mental health day and it sort of just got taken as a bit of a joke, like a bit of a laugh sort of thing. And I thought, well, I'm not going to walk in there and say I need some time to to get better because I'm not doing it right because I didn't want to show that I was, you know, like it, like it was weak because, it, I don't know, everyone sat there and pissed around and joked about it. <clears throat> and, yeah, I didn't want to walk in there and sort of do the same thing and then have this feeling that everyone's there by my back saying that, oh, you know, like he's weak and, you know, he's all of these things, which I know they wouldn't do, yeah. but you make all these scenarios in your head that you're not doing all right and people think, think differently of you because you're not happy. I think half the time it is the stories in your head, though. Like if yeah. they're truly mates... And you tell them something like that, they're going to surround you. Mm. Otherwise, you just shouldn't be around those people anyway. Yeah. I know it's your work, so it's hard to kind of yeah, yeah. But then, like, yeah, even my mates, I thought, oh, they'll think 
you know, I think I'm, I'm weak or I'm this, but it's all just in my head. And then I didn't have those things to get out of those thoughts, mm. just to clear, clear my head, which was, which was hard. But so you talking to your partner was, you know, what helped get it out? Yeah, that it was breakdown or yeah, it was sort of the it was a real breaking point of that. Like, all right, it's here. Let's accept it. Let's deal with it. Mm. And now let's work together. What and was the first step to working together? It's just communicating. Mm. You know, waking up, knowing that I was gonna have like I felt like I was gonna have a bad day, and just saying, like, I'm having a bad day. Mentally, I'm just I'm off today. I'm not doing well. Um, like, can we sit down and just talk about it? Yeah, I think dudes think with their partners, if they're going to tell them something, like it's going to make them think they're weak. But really, yeah. I think what brings two people together, it's cheesy, but being vulnerable is 100% oh, absolutely, yeah. what draws people to each other. Yeah. You don't realise till you do it and then they show that they're going for it. Yeah. Like, you know, you can depend on them sort of thing. Yeah, and they're always going to be there. Yeah. They're always sort of the first ones, you know, with a shoulder and a hug and a, and yeah. a kiss and, you know, in your ear saying you're going to be all right. So have you guys come up with anything apart from just talking that you can do to kind of like any steps you could give people advice that's helped you so far? Or um, So, yeah, I'm back. So I still have my gratitude journal, which nice. which I'm back sort of doing of, of a night time. Um, I do fall in and out of that still. Just because you know, <clears throat> there is times where I still just go, oh, like I don't need to do it, whatever. Like I'm in a bad headspace, I'm not doing it. And then it's that, you know, oh, come on, I'm doing it, let's do it together, sort of thing. Mm. And then it's just sort of finding an open communication again with your mates, mm. which is which has been huge. When they ask, oh, how's things? It's you know, this week. My head's been a bit off, but yeah, let's have a chat about it. We had um, Jumi Adams in before, and he was growing up from, what do you say, six years old until he was 21, and he was in the reserves for the Broncos or whatever and hurt his jaw and had to um, get out. But he said his dependency on rugby league was massive his whole life. And I suppose it's the same with you and Matty Allman, who you know, and when he had his appendix out, yeah. us appendix. Yeah, I think it was. Hernia? Yeah, Hernia, sorry. Ernia. Last year I was living with him and he was, um, yeah, down for it for a while. Yeah. And I think, um, what do you think the, I don't know, it's obviously a relationship with the sport and, I mean, it's great, like you love it, but to have that kind of dependency on that, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. Um, I guess without it you sort of just lose a bit of who you are, like – Playing it for 16 years, you think Tuesday, Thursday, that's footy day. I get to run around with my mates. And then you go from that every week and that social connection and then to you don't really see anyone, which is, I think it's like, the sport is the sport. It's the people that are involved within the sport. Yeah. that That's what make it desirable and that's what makes it a place where you want to be. So there seems to be some kind of... I don't know, maybe disconnect after the sporting finishes. And I don't, I mean, I hear people say, like, 
I think Jimmy even said he's like, I didn't have anything to fall back on. I don't know if you had your apprenticeship, you probably did, but he started, he's a Sparky as well, but he didn't have anything to fall back on. I suppose you see the actual elite football players who don't have anything as well yeah. when they finish, they're like 35 and they're just like, now what? Um, I wonder if there's some, something that's kind of getting off the sport. Or Yeah, I think it's like you, you sort of have like a bit of an identity around football. You're seen as a certain sort of person when you're in a football club. Um, for the way that you play on the field and that's, you know, you gain respect and all that sort of thing from that and then you lose footy and you think, now what Now what do people think of me, sort of thing. Like, how do I gain that respect that I got just from playing footy? And I don't know, it's only, it's only a local sort of thing. It's not, you know, it's not big time, but, yeah, it's just a it's connection, a connection with people and when you go from being in that type group and that, you know, that sort of family feel, it's, yeah, you feel lonely, I guess. I think I already said it on a few of the other podcasts, but I think one big thing about footy and everything like that is your tribe. Like, you're always seeing the boys twice a week. Yeah. Have you tried to replace that with anything else? Like, still hanging out with mates a couple of times a week? Because um, that would be major, like a major loss yeah. of connection. Um, there was, yeah, a time where I just didn't I sort of just hit away from that just because in my head I thought oh you know again no one's going to want to hang out with me sort of thing we're not playing footy you know no one sort of cares but then I've met all my best mates playing footy you know I live with one of my best mates that I've met through footy and then it was just just being like what am I thinking and just messaging them do you want to catch up just a couple of beers have a chat about nothing. You know, let's just talk shit. Yeah. And then when I started doing that again and even just hitting up a few boys, let's go for a kick. That started changing it all as well. So someone you've got someone in the footy club who goes through a similar thing to you and you just find out now, what, what are you going to say to them? I think I'd just say... Mate, I'm, I'm here for you. Everyone at the footy club, you know, everyone's here for you. No matter what you're going through, just message anyone. We'll all listen. We all care about you. And even, even if it's just a mate outside of the footy club, I don't want, you don't have to do it alone. It's probably the biggest thing. In your own mind, you think, oh, I've got to try and beat it by myself. You don't. You can talk, lean on other people. It, That'll all help. So your new work culture is a bit better than your last one as well? Yeah. That help a bit? Oh, massive. Yeah. It was massive. Um, yeah, I actually wake up and give myself time before work. Yeah, before I was waking up five minutes before I started, rocking up to work late. Just like, well, whatever. Don't really care. Mm. But that just changed the environment. Um, you get around a group of people that are happy, that are upbeat. They, you know, ask you how your weekend's been, all that, all that sort of thing. You know, it's not just work, 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 um, and then the negative stuff on top of that, which really drains you. Do you find you're working more productively or better for the company now? Like you're actually present in what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. I think I, when I wasn't. I didn't want to be there. I'd 
you know, I'd spend ages on my phone, just dicking around, doing whatever. And then to now, yeah, I find it's gone up heaps. Like, I didn't want to be a Sparky anymore. You know? I do. It's like, no, nah, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm off the tools. I don't want to do it anymore. But, you know, that's all, that's all sort of changed. As soon as you change an environment, mm. that's sort of full of negativity. But you've got to be open to realise that. Does your current workplace ever talk about anything with mental health? Like, are they open to things like that? Or um, I told them about because I sort of do Movember every year. Yep. So got to start growing soon. No, nah, I'll shave it off. November, <laughs> yeah, I know. I cheat. First, this is yeah. like two years. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, they were keen. They were pretty much straight away. Yeah, we'll jump on that. We'll do that. And then I told him about this this today, and he's like, "Oh, it sounds awesome." You know, you got to. Got to tell us when it's out. Like, yeah, for sure. Oh, so it sounds like the new workplace is a complete nine yeah. day to the last one. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's good. Do you have any more questions, Big Rod? <laughs> Mental health? Big Rod. I suppose your three, your three things to finish up would be yeah. good. So you've got your gratitude journal, speaking up. Is what there else? another one that you use or you could give advice about? Are you still doing, like, obviously your footy's not there, but you're kicking or you're doing other, any, any other yeah. forms of exercise? No, I'm just starting to get back into it. I, oh, so you're going to play again? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so we're actually next month just about to kick back into training, so yeah. I'm starting to... Is that to, for Maroochydore, was it? No, nah, not Maroochy, mate. Panthers. Oh, clean, oh <laughs> no, sorry, I must have said that. Yeah, <laughs> true. Sorry, I'm trying not to be sarcastic on the podcast <laughs> today. I'll get in trouble. <laughs> nah, so, yeah, it's just getting back into that. Which I, I enjoyed, you know, physical activity and that, and then I fell away from it, mm. and now it's just building back up and getting back into it, which is it's massive. Just to move, mm. and your body feels good, and you feel good. It's, mm. It doesn't take long. Yeah, awesome, sweet. Thanks, thanks for taking the time, and thanks for well. opening up. It was yeah. awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Love to hear your story, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming in. We'll have to change around one day. Yeah, <laughs> you interview us. Yeah, sounds good. Rod's just got to get our music up. Get the tunes. Get the tunes. Thanks, guys.